Hello, everyone. This is Natsu Myers here from Raises.com. And this is where, you know, our mission is to democratize investment banking. Now, today I'm with, you know, someone very special. So this is Paul LaJoy of Triangle. And Triangle is a very innovative new company that is emerging and that is looking to, you know, disrupt, you know, the typical, you know, mortgage brokerage, commercial mortgage brokerage, real estates and insurance niche. And so I'm going to let Paul do all the explaining. But Paul is a you know, very esteemed professional in the Bay Area who is working on some substantial transactions, including taking the lead and founding uh, Triangle Inc. And so, Paul, I just invite you to introduce yourself to the audience as we get started. Okay. My name is Paul LaJoy. As Natu said, I'm based here in Silicon Valley, the heart of Silicon Valley. So I'm just about three minutes away from Facebook on the east side of the bridge, Dumbarton Bridge. I am about five minutes uh, north of, of Tesla. And, and then I'm about 25 minutes away from uh, Apple, okay, in Cupertino, where they have the dome and stuff. And I'm about 40 minutes south of YouTube, about 20 minutes away from Google, you know, and I'll say another 40 minutes from Twitter and Airbnb. All those companies are here in the Bay Area, okay? And I've been in the Bay Area since 2001. I came here, first of all, uh, from Taiwan. I was based in Taiwan. I'm not Asian, but I was, in, I was based in Taiwan from England, okay? So where the Cameroon government sent me to study radio film and television production. And so after I did that, I came across the four dragons of East Asia, Taiwan, Singapore, South Korea, and Hong Kong. So I went to... Taiwan, uh, for initially for one year, you know, but I ended up being there seven years. And during that time, I worked in technology. So I became a writer and so I'm doing television. I became a technical writer uh, for MyTech International Corporation, one of the largest uh, computer manufacturers in Taiwan. I was intrigued because 72% of all computers back in, in the, the 90s were made in Taiwan. And you see today, China, is, is, is shipping those computers because Taiwan invested in China. Okay. So naturally, because I was in technology in Asia and after seven years uh, in Taiwan, just like it was in England, I wanted to move on. And that's how they sent me over here to Silicon Valley to work for them. And I worked for them for about, uh, I would say from 2001 to 2005. You know, I bought my first home one year after I moved to California, I bought my first home for $280,000. I sold it for $400,000 to a neighbor across the street. So, and the commute was killing me. The commute was so long. And so, but during that time, I was listening to, you know, cotton sheets, that father of no money down, right? So, and because the commute was too bad, I decided uh, to sell my property. So during the commute though, it was like, I, the, the commute was a good thing for me because my car became a university on wheels. So, and that's how I call it. So <laughs> I was soaking in what Carlton Sheet was teaching. And at the end, he said, basically, you can also get a real estate license. So in 2005, I got my real estate license, April 2005, got a real estate license. And uh, by November, I quit my full-time job because my phone was ringing off the hook everybody wanted to buy real estate. So I made some good money working part-time as a real estate agent and I did working full-time as a program manager. So, so naturally I couldn't serve two masters. Uh, so I went to real estate and I didn't have much experience you know, in selling real estate. Um, so, and I thought real estate is, a, is the best thing that's ever happened to mankind since sliced bread. So I started buying real estate everywhere. If I showed you a property and you didn't like it, I probably you gotta buy it, you know? So I bought it wrong. Yeah, I made a lot of mistakes. And fast forward 2007, the economy crashed, right? So I've been doing real estate full-time uh, for two years. And so I bought a lot of properties and guess what happened? I, I basically, because they were not done right, you know, and the market crashed. And me being inexperienced, uh, I had to deed some of the properties back and stuff like that. And, but 2009, 
around 2008, you know, I never experienced anything like that in my life where the market crashed on us. And so I thought, okay, what should I do? Throw in a towel and, and, and just give, 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 give in? Or what do you do? Go back to Asia where China was going by lips and bounds. Okay, I could go back there and just start something because now I have the American experience, the California experience. I could start a company in China called California American English Academy. I'll start making money from day one because everybody likes America. Everybody likes California. Everybody likes English in Asia, right? But I didn't do that. I started instead to do what I call broker price opinions for banks. So I, I started doing those BPOs. And by June 2008, uh, the banks started giving me properties. I got so many properties. I was the, like the biggest uh, a broker for an entire Northern California city mortgage. Okay. So I was getting all these properties left and right. And that's how I grew, grew my brokerage company. Pacific Realty Partners, okay? So about 2010, everybody wanted to get into that game, into that arena. It was time for me to get out. That's what I started investing, okay? And we formed something called Community First USA. And so the goal there was uh, to get distressed properties from banks and they also give them good PR because I don't know if you remember 2011, there was this thing called Occupy Wall Street, okay? So the banks were having a bad rap. I actually flew to, to New York to see, to see people rallying against banks. So what we did was, hey, okay, instead of deluging the market with uh, distressed assets, the banks will sell those distressed assets to us. You know, we now fix up those properties and put them back on the market, you know, and get money from the local governments to fund first-time home buyers, okay? So they were, we're picking up properties for 100, for less than $100,000. We spent like $50,000 and then we'll sell them to these people for about 150. So we made a little bit of profit, okay? And then the market started picking up. It doesn't matter where you look. Okay, February, 2012, the market started taking off, right? Uh, across the Bay Area and across America too. So now it, it, it went like that for 10 years, <laughs> as you know. Um, then 2017, I kind of felt like I was leaving a lot of money on the table. The typical agent, real estate agent, what they do? Knock on people's doors and ask if they want to sell. So these people that bought properties for me, from us, for less than 200,000, those properties are now worth 500,000, even 600,000, right? So they made more money than we did. Maybe we made $50,000, we made $30,000. But these nouveau rich people, these newbies, these low-income people now became, you know, wealthy, uh, some kind of bourgeois, you know, uh, because of the rising uh, equity in, in homes. So that's why I started the Money Market Inc. Because I felt like I was leaving a lot of money on the table. Okay, so we refinances people so it could pull money off for them so they can buy other properties, right? Or they could go basically if they continue to live where they are and they could become investors or if they didn't like that if they wanted to upgrade from where they, they were then they could not sell or pull money out and go buy something else somewhere else and continue to rent this asset okay so that's why i created the money market and then fast forward 2020 when the pandemic hit and it's like it sounded like the wall was going to fall apart, <laughs> everyone's going to die, you know, I'm a garden this year, you know, <laughs> anyways, you know, ghost towns everywhere, and it's like, it was terrible, nobody wanted to fund anymore, uh, okay, uh, but come June that year, that's when the money market actually took off, right, so we're more active now in doing loans than real estate, because nobody was buying, nobody's going out, Everyone's afraid to die, you know, but then people don't, the interest rates were low, you know, and people want to refinance. Okay, that was, that's what we did. Okay, so we got this, uh, this company going. And, and now, uh, fast forward to this year, uh, July, you know, I kind of felt like maybe a missing piece. There was something missing. So I got real estate that I've, done, I've been doing since 2005. I got loans right now. 
where people can't, most people need money more than they need real estate because it might already have real estate. And there's some clients that live far away that I could literally not be able to service them, okay, as a real estate agent, a real estate broker, or even my agents could not service those people. But because of mortgage, I can service the whole place, the entire California where we are licensed, and also for investment property, investment grade properties, we could do the entire United States, okay? The entire United States. So, wow, so the, the money market, the mortgage division of the enterprise opens open doors for us. And then come this June and in July, you know, I went and got my uh, insurance license, okay? Because some people were coming, came into my life, some people came into my life and they influenced me to get that license, you know? So I remember coming out of the exam room, actually I knew nothing about insurance except hazard insurance and life insurance. But I went ahead again and took that, I went ahead irrespective and got that license. And um, when I came out of that place, as I was driving from uh, Silicon Valley, I mean, from Santa Clara to my home, some image of triangle, of a triangle came to mind. And that's how, that's the birth of Triangle Inc. Because what you have real estate at the top of that triangle, and then the left side of that triangle, you have mortgages. And then the right-hand side, you have insurance. So what do most people need in life? Shelter, right? Shelter. And then how do they get that shelter, especially if you're in the Bay Area, if you're in California, if you're in Silicon Valley, the way you get that shelter is mortgage. You put down 20% or in some cases, you put down nothing because this is America, right? You can leverage uh, other people's money, which, and then you can, the state of California even have what they call Carl Hafer, okay? where they can give you up to 10% or they facilitate up to 10% of your down payment, of your purchase price, okay, uh, can be allocated towards your down payment. And it's free money. If you make 30% or below of the area's median income, right, 30% or below of the area's median, median income, that money is free. Live in the house for five, yeah, for five years, you don't have to pay it back. So long as your loan balance doesn't exceed the current loan balance for that for that county. And so long as you make 30, 80% or below of the area's median income. The area's me, median income, area median income for I, the county I live in, for example, or most of the Bay Area is $151,000 for a family of three, okay? So if you make 80% uh, of that or below, you're entitled to this loan, right? Down payment assistance. But even if you make more than that, let's say you make more than that, you still can get 5% down payment assistance or 3.5% down payment assistance. So you can literally buy that property without any money out of your pocket, especially in a market like now, because the market is soft right now. So uh, we can do those things. Okay. Well, that's why when I came out of stuff, so we have... We can help people, be helping people to, to buy real estate. The greatest asset or the best investment or the highest investment for most families. And now we facilitate that. And then, okay, through the mortgage division and then the insurance division. So we can protect that asset. We can protect that asset, right? The, the most valuable asset. So not only through hazard insurance, which lenders will always force you to get, okay? And it's, it's, it's to your best interest. But also, let's say you were employed, but you're laid off. And you can't, you put 20% down on that property that you bought for $1.5 million. That's 20%. That's yeah. $3,000 you put down to that property. If you can't disabled or, or you're not able to work, guess what? And you miss your payments for two months or three months, this had a foreclosure on you. Yeah. Once it's a foreclosure, you was what happens? You can't refinance that property anymore because you miss payments. Yeah. Okay, you're not gonna get conventional financing for that. Okay, but if you have mortgage insurance, guess what? You have mortgage insurance. You don't have okay that that worry is gone. You have peace of mind. That's what insurance does. Okay, and what if you became disabled? The same thing. Insurance will cover that. You have disability insurance. Okay. And then, okay, what if 
you passed away, right? So the breadwinner, we just human, and we we don't know what's gonna happen the next day or whatever. We might be driving and something happens, so a heart attack, whatever. Like me, I work too hard. Like, what happened? Okay. <laughs> especially in the Bay Area. You must, yeah, exactly. Especially in the Bay Area because you gotta. Man, it's so expensive here. It can be making two hundred thousand dollars. It's gone like this. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like there's a hole somewhere draining your money. Some vampire is fucking your money. You know? Oh yeah, you gotta make like a million dollars here to, to really make it. Property tax and everything. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, forget about taxes. There's ways you can you can not pay much in taxes, right? You don't ten ninety nine. But so we created that triangle. Okay, in, 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 you know, to, to secure, so the insurance part, and it did not dawn on me until now, right? The insurance element. So you're gonna have the disability insurance, you're gonna have the, um, the mortgage insurance, and you have life insurance. And besides that, you can create your own 401k if you're self-employed, okay? Because hmm. you have what they call the IUL, Okay, the IUL, which is Index Universal Life, okay, can take care of not only your uh, long-term care, okay, it can have that rider in there in case there was, you know, so it gives you living benefit, but it also gives you a, an investment. So it makes money, you make money out of that stuff, okay? And then it gives you life insurance in case something were to happen. For example, there was a big broker, a big agent, okay, during COVID, you know, this guy was number one in the area. And he had several properties. His company, you saw his name everywhere, right? Only for someone to tell me he passed away just because somebody was working in his yard, right? Somebody was working in his yard and there was a tree, a tree, a tree fell on top of the roof. And so he said, okay, let me, let me pray for that. And he tried to remove the branch. That's it. That's it. So his wife had to sell everything. I don't know what kind of insurance he had. If he had a key person insurance, the company would still be going. The wife doesn't have to work. She's married. Have somebody else run. Run the, run the company. The name will still be there. Cash flow for her. And for posterity. And she could do whatever. That's what insurance gives, right? It's an umbrella against loss, okay? It's a hedge against loss of the most valuable asset. And if you lose a key person, if you lose a winner, you're gonna lose an asset. So how can we help people acquire real estate? And they're, okay, we're giving them mortgages. Good, facilitating the acquisition of that treasured asset, but we're not protecting them against a loss of the asset. It doesn't make any sense. That's why my triangle came about. Yeah. And I think, again, I started, we started this conversation by saying, I live in, in the Bay Area where you have technology behemoth, like Facebook, like Google, like Apple, like Tesla, that right here. And I see them, I've seen them. I've been here for 21 years. And it's like, I've seen these people build these, world shattering companies. It will Uber, it's right here, right? Lyft is right too, if I'm not mistaken. And here am I, if I'm just selling real estate, I'm doing what? I'm just like transactions. I'm doing transactions. That's all good. I have a formless system, okay? That's hmm. was triangle, yes. So triangle right now, okay? People can get licensed and if they wanna, Okay, if it real estate intrigues them, they can go into real estate. Or if it's mortgages that they want to do, they can go into mortgages. And with mortgages, you can be anywhere in the world and you can do mortgages. Insurance is the same thing. You don't need to meet the client face-to-face. -face. You can do Zoom. You can do that consultation, initial consultation that way. Okay? And so that's why I'm very excited because right, Facebook and all those people, they, they have their own stuff that they're providing. Like, Facebook provides advertising or publishing and all that kind of stuff. And Tesla, for example, uh, okay, Elon Musk is the richest guy in the world. 
But I think we have a better product, okay? Our product is visible everywhere, which is real estate. And then we have the sources of, of, of funds, lenders, money will never run out to do what? To finance real estate. And now we have insurance. Now we have insurance that can fund, I mean, that can protect that. So my, 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 my business model is someone can come in and get all those three licenses or they can have one license. And then what we could do is there's something I call 333. Okay, what does that mean? So when you join us, you can have three of those licenses or one, okay? And when you join us, we're gonna make sure that we're helping you close at least three transactions a month, three transactions a month, okay? Imagine this for the sake of math. Let's say the average transaction is $10,000 and you close three transactions a month, okay? That's $30,000. If it's company generated lead, if a company gave you that client, they get 30% of it. Get 30% of the, of the $90,000, of the $30,000, okay? That's pretty good money, that's not too bad, okay? It's a company generated lead, okay? And then if it's their own generated lead, then they, which will help them do, get, okay? Then they'll get between 60 and 80% depending on their experience. And let's say, let's say it was 70%. They get $7,000 of that, okay? Not only did they get 30% of the company generated leads, but they got 70% of their own. But it doesn't stop there. We are now going to get three people assigned to that person. And the persons that are assigned to that person any associate that joins us, okay, we got, we're not transactions anymore. We want to be systems. We want to be a system, okay? So an associate joins us, we'll always screen that associate. We know what they are worth because we have a screening uh, uh, paradigm or a screening uh, uh, platform. We'll screen them, ask them questions, and based on the answers, the computer will tell us whether this guy or this girl is a good fit or not, okay? And so everybody's just clean that way. And then assuming you're very good or you're excellent, that is the person that we interview, okay? Because we don't want, we don't want time wasters, right? We want to build a formidable company in America that can create great lifestyles for our associates and also help, you know, to, to make a difference in the lives of people, especially people in Africa, the youth in Africa, where I was born. Because I want to change the lives. I hate to see these kids, you know, fleeing Africa because there's joblessness, because there's unemployment, there's poverty, and trying to cross over to Europe. And they all, they, most of them, a lot of them die. Die in droves, that breaks my heart. It's pretty coming from there. I want to be able to change that. Then the only way to change that is not build another charity. What do I want to build a charity? I want to build a formidable company in the Bay Area, okay, that can make that can make people that are associated with us to make money here, but the company itself also is very profitable. And I think it has a huge, huge uh, potential. Because again, what do we manufacture? We don't manufacture anything. We don't manufacture anything. Yeah. How much is a Tesla? Uh, okay, uh, at the end of the day, how much do they make out of a Tesla? I have no idea. You know, even to sell for one hundred and something thousand dollars, how much did it cost them for the materials alone? How much did it cost them? And then on top of that, okay, how about the employees? All those people that are involved. How about the lights? How about oh my goodness? I think at the end of the day, maybe they make ten thousand dollars. I I really doubt it, because guess what? That's why Tesla lost money a lot. Not so with us, because we don't have all the overhead. Maybe the only thing I'll have is basically we got what an office built, okay? And we have some staff that are going to help, you know, to support, you know, these associates. We don't pay salaries to our associates. They come as business owners. They come as business owners. And the thing is that when you join us, you're going to three, three, three. We are going to get three people, excellent or very good people under you, each closing 
three transactions, at least three transactions a month, right? And we can reward it all the way to the third tier, third layer, okay? So imagine you start with us, we help you to close three transactions a month. But below you are three people, okay? Each closing three transactions a month, <laughs> right? And below those three people are nine people, each closing three transactions a month. And below those nine people are 27 people, each closing three transactions a month, of which you're getting 3% override. 3% override. So you know? And if the people you're associated with, and they all have a common goal to help another, which company, so we're helping everybody become a CEO. Yeah. The sky's the limit. And we cap you at, at we cap you at 80%. That means the company has what? Must make at least 20%. So we gotta make the company really profitable. But we make our associates also live a lifestyle that they want. Because if it's structured this way and we help them to make to close at least three transactions a month, go figure. They can close that in real estate if that's what they choose to do, or mortgages, or they can go to insurance by selling life insurance, by selling uh, disability insurance, by selling, uh, um, you know, even mortgage insurance, as I mentioned, or annuities, right? And $10,000 is very small. It's just very basic stuff, okay? Yeah. That is triangle. That is triangle. Real estate, mortgages, and insurance. Oh, forgot it. And... And then he said, because you are at the time of the recording of this video, you are preparing, you know, a lot when it comes to having different unit holders take part of the action, right? And different shareholders and everything. So when it comes to potential investors uh, and business partners who may be interested in, in obviously those who are suitable, but who may be interested in investing, what are some of the unique, I guess, opportunities, the unique traits, like What's unique about this opportunity that an investor would say, this is something that I want to be a part of? Yeah, exactly. So what's unique about it, I have not seen any company that has these three prongs that I have, right? Real estate, okay, mortgage and insurance. I've never seen it. And then the business model, okay? And I wish... I've been this thing for a long time. I've been in real estate for some time. I wish I'd implemented this before. I wish I'd implemented because that way people feel, oh, they're not just coming for the commissions. Really, they're not coming for the commissions, okay? The real estate agents always have the tendency, hey, give me 90%. And you have some other companies that will say, okay, no, just pay us a transaction fee of 900 and something dollars. But that's not what it is. For us here is, no, you're building something together. You are going to get, maybe make more money from residual income, okay, than you will make from what? From your own production, okay, right? You make more money from residual income than you make from your own production, right? And for an investor who's interested in this model, is the fact that we are already in the industry, okay? I know real estate like the back of my hand. The mortgage, we can show them the numbers. Okay, if we advertise, what we need is capital. Because it's there, people are interested in what we have. Okay, for example, if I show you, you know, uh, how many applicants we have, okay, who are interested in what we offer, right? It's, it's humongous, okay? So people are there, we need resources, we need people who are good at what they're doing, okay? But guess what? We have the product. Our product is commonplace. It's, it's, it's not something that's not tested. You know, it's like, oh, it's not a startup. It's like, oh, let me um, start something. Oh, let me uh, start a ride share. Okay, ride share. I, I, really? I don't need a ride share. Real estate is something people do every day, okay? Every day across the country whether it's consumer real estate or investment grade real estate. For example, people looking for, you know, property, uh, you know, rental properties, okay? Residential rental properties, one to four units, 
on five units and above. People are looking for, right now, storage facilities, <laughs> right? Industrial uh, 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 type properties, okay? And office, there's, there's, there is a, there's some opportunity there in office because a lot of people don't do office stuff anymore. Can we convert those offices, rezone them to residential real estate? So the opportunity is there, right? And so we just need a manpower to be able to work the opportunity, okay? And it has been a seller's market for the last 10 years, but now the doors are opening for a buyer's market, right? Where it can be more creative, right? So all, got, all those people are overpriced or, or are bid. Now they can come out of woodworks and say, hey, I wanna buy. Good, no money down, 20% <laughs> down, whatever. Creative financing. How about 1099 people, seven point people. People thought they'd never ever be able to buy because they can't show tax returns. Okay, guess what? Those people, we can't fund them. Just their 1099 or their bank statements. And somebody said, oh my goodness, the market is changing. Can I buy more properties across America? Okay, we can get a HELOC out of your property in California to go buy many properties out of state. And all we need is just 15% down. Yep. 15% if I can just jump in for the audience who doesn't know what a HELOC is, just a home equity um, a line of credit, I believe. Just for the audience who they may not be familiar with HELOCs. Continue. Yeah. Exactly. So even though the values are going down a little bit in California, however, not losing value that much. Okay. So people still have a ton of equity in the property. We saw how properties increase in value from 2012 to all about, about May this year, okay? And for example, where I live in Newark, the average property in Newark, the value for the average property in Newark, single family residence, two bedrooms, three, uh, three bedrooms, two baths, in 2012, February 2012, was $352,000. March this year, the same property was worth what? $1.5 million. $1.5 million. They got a ton of equity in the property. You can pull out of stuff. We have one of the lenders who can give you a HELOC in five days. And the only thing is basically, hey, you, we're just giving a credit report. That's it, right? The credit report, and they look at the person, and they look at the property, you got up to $400,000, okay, in five days. Can they not, they don't need to use all that money to go buy a property, right? In Tennessee, <laughs> I, they don't have to even visit Tennessee. They can buy that property and that area with only 15% down. And let's say the property is in Florida, in Tennessee, and it's $300,000. And this guy has $400,000 uh, of a HELOC that we gave him. They can buy, how many properties can they buy? <laughs> so $300,000, that's $45,000, okay, per property. So they can buy about at least eight properties. Or if we have, uh, we have relationships with, with companies that can uh, manage those properties for them. Gee, then I, you see, so we help people create generational wealth, but we also protect that wealth for posterity, forever, for that generation. Okay, imagine that somebody pulls out $400 from California and buys eight properties out of state and somebody else is managing those properties for them, okay? If they die, oh, it'll be terrible, okay? Because oh, yeah. it's going to be probate and all that kind. We have people that can help all those things, okay? But if they have life insurance, so we, we're going to give them a life, insur a life insurance that covers all the, the mortgage on all those properties, so that if something were to happen to them, there is absolutely no mortgage. There's no mortgage to pay. The money is paid tax-free, man, tax-free. Go figure, that's, that's why I'm very excited about what we're offering. And I can't wait. I can't wait to have the funding, okay? Because the key thing is, this guy, whoever is interested, we're not asking for charity. We're asking for people to look into what we have.
okay, the business model, the product, real estate, mortgages, and insurance, and also the business model itself, the 333, right? Because okay. people are not going to leave us, okay? If we if we giving people stuff, we're training people, and we're winning out who is not excellent, who is not very good, we out all those people, and everybody in that has been tested to be very good or excellent, and they are given, okay, the opportunity to make at least $30,000 a month, okay? Whatever their split is with us, plus residual income up to three tiers deep that surpasses their own production. Oh, yeah. When they can take two months off, and money still works for them. This is a true cash flow quadrant that Robert Kiyosaki talks about. This is a true... What? Rich dad, poor dad thing that Robert Kiyosaki talks about. Exactly. Back to basics, you know, and you, but he actually yeah. applying it. So, but, but even bigger than, than this. So obviously the offer is obviously going to be exciting for investors and for people who want to be part of Triangle. I, I actually work with Triangle. That'll be, you know, an opportunity. So then how about the vision for, so what do you see as the vision for five years? So let's say somebody invests with you, you invest into Triangle. Uh, or somebody even decides to work with Triangle. I don't know if I say work for or work with, because it looks like you're giving them an opportunity to jump, be with you. Uh, I could be wrong. Yeah. Okay. So then how does it look like in five years, 10 years, and what's your ultimate vision for this company? Good. So our vision is basically by the year 2025, which is three years from now, we want to go IPO. Okay. We want to go IPO just like the other companies in the area have been. Right, we want to to be a multi a billion dollar company. The valuation should be multi million, a billion, right? And I see companies that don't offer much that what we offer, okay? Like even Twitter, I, I don't know, okay? I'll just tweet a few words or whatever, and it's worth billions. <laughs> I, I don't get, I just, I don't get, it. I don't get it, right? Uh, wish. Uh, some guys, TikTok. Oh, goodness sakes. Okay. And you're like, oh, some videos. I'm being, oh, my goodness. Okay. Right. And we offer something. Okay. What, what do you really get from TikTok? I, I don't get it. Okay. And maybe somebody <laughs> listening here and they invested in TikTok. I don't want to upset you or something. But I'm just trying to say what we have versus all these platforms out there. Okay. I know that global, but so is real estate. Okay. Yeah. And oh, yeah. There is vested interest in it because you are going to get a license. You'll spend time, get a license, and then you'll goof off. You don't do anything. And again, for us, you have to be licensed. Okay? And then you have to be very good. They have to we weed out the chaff from the wheat. Life is too short. Okay? So it's going to be like, again, listen, I am here where you have the warriors. <laughs> the Warriors, okay? That's a basketball team. That they, they won the championship again this year. They're the best in the NBA, okay? We are in the center where things are done the best. We're in California. We're Silicon Valley, right? So we cannot wait. There's no room for mediocrity. Hmm. Absolutely no room in terms of sales and revenue. Absolutely room for that. If you're not very good, if you're not excellent, okay. Uh, sorry, this is not you. This is not where you should belong. We're the warriors, okay. We are the warriors, okay. And it's not being prideful, but just tell it. This, well, this is our choice. This is our choice. We decide to be good. We decide to be very good, and we just the zenith go okay, aim for the highest. Yeah. We play low, okay? One quick life is too short. We have to create lifestyles. Can we create a lifestyle company where everybody feels, man, this is good. I see the vision. I see that I can have stocks. I can have stock option, okay? I can go with, but it's not just about the future, about today. Where do you start? And you see from the very beginning, okay, a great company to work that's a great vision and, and it's led by this this. Moi, the <laughs> man with a lot of charisma, okay, a lot of energy. And it's not like, I'm not faking, it's who I am. 
okay? And I have a big heart to, to see people happy. My name is Paul LaJoy, okay? It's P-A-U-L, LaJoy, L-E-J-O-Y. I want people to have, that's my legacy. I want people to be happy. So if somebody invests in a company, I want them to be profitable. I want to have to prof profitability. And then also, let's change the lives of all our associates that have all feel so good. Because money is good, okay? If, if, if you don't have to worry about money, I would rather not worry about money than have to worry about money, okay? I might have to use your income, okay? They have to work for every penny. Why? That's a smart. You don't work for every penny. Build a foundation today and reap the benefit forever. If you want to build a, a property, a rental property, what do you do? You build a solid, good quality rental property you are going to have tenants paying you, begging you to, to be part of your, to, to rent your house, your property. Yeah. If it's all mediocre in a mediocre neighborhood, and nobody wants to come. There are no good quality people. That rats, that, you know, you don't want that. You want great quality, right? So yeah. that's what I intend to build here. And then, of course, with the capital, we're going to have, okay, people like mine who have a board of directors, okay? And we're going to have uh, positions, okay? Nice positions, CEO, you know, I don't have to be the CEO. I don't, I can just be the chief inspiration officer, okay? Okay? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I want to make people, okay, have joy, <laughs> you know? And, and every year we'll go celebrate somewhere in Tahoe or some nice place, Hawaii, whatever, you know, Southern California, Palm Springs. Let's, 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 let's celebrate life. Let's celebrate life to the fullest. Okay, let's do that. And then in the same way, we can help other people. So again, remember, we're helping people acquire the most valuable asset. We're facilitating that through mortgages and then we're protecting it through insurance. I don't have to go to a third party to find that information. It's all right here in-house. Hmm. So, oh, apologies, um, you finished your thought, but then speaking about protecting in-house, just so that's, the the potential investors that that view this um what will you say is the there are definitely some traits here that are unusual amongst what you're doing in terms of the level of ambition um some people are not just they're not as ambitious as, as what where you are and so is this how you were you la joy joy so is this like did you come out of the box this way were you always this way or is this did something in silicon valley or out out east maybe it's taiwan or something that that made you into this, into this, uh, you know, this passionate person that I'm talking to on the other side of the screen. Okay, good question, excellent question. Thanks for asking that. See, I was born in a very humble. <laughs> I had very humble beginnings, you know. So I, I was born in Cameroon in a village, you know, and where even up to today, uh, uh, homes don't have running water, you know, they don't have toilets and stuff like that. You know, and and some people came from Switzerland and a long time ago when I was still a kid. And okay, there's did some water coming from. I don't know where the water is coming from. That's a tank somewhere. And then there's a common uh, tap where everybody goes to pull water. And then you have a bail, take it home. Okay, who knows? Who knows what is how contaminated that water is? Because when's the last time the tank was cleaned? Where is it? Where if where is it even coming from? I don't know. Okay. I grew up from there and I've always, it's my mom, single mother. You know, I even, I can still recall uh, when my uncle uh, told my mom and I, hey, you got to leave. You got to go somewhere. <laughs> you know, I, I, what did my mom do wrong? I don't know. <laughs> I still never asked her. <laughs> and uh, then a pastor, uh, who didn't live in the village, but had a bigger house, asked us to move into his place, you know? And when we moved there, like, oh my God, uh, cockroaches, cockroaches everywhere. I was like, God, oh, you're sleepy. Saliva comes out about cockroaches licking up. It was terrible, you know? And I remember in the kitchen, they have this dome uh, stuff that they cook in. This kitchen separated from the main house. And one day it was raining. And uh, man, I, I, you know, there is a tropics, torrential rains, okay? And so my mom, I clenched on my mom, 
and hugged her, and we cried together because we're drenched in the rain. Okay, because our whole yeah, we're drenched in the rain. I, and I vowed, I, I, this would never happen to you again. This is this is this is wrong. Okay, I don't know how old I was at that time, maybe nine or something. And uh, then I always listened to VOA, Voice of America. I was huge shortwave radio <laughs> back then. Okay, so I was always bookish. I was like ah, into books. So I I graduated from elementary school, then went to middle school. The first two years were not good because uh, sanitary conditions were bad. Then I played and and strove for to go to dormitory. So okay, went to dormitory way better, you know. And so I was always hardworking. I always had to be at the front of class. I, I, I don't care if, if you think this is not serious, <laughs> you're gonna be in the back. I, I don't wanna be that tone a student. I gotta be in the front of the class and I listen to every word the teacher says and I just have to write it down. I don't need to read it. And I'll write it down. I remember everything is, I write that. I'll never read that book anymore. Whatever I wrote down, but I'll remember everything, okay? So you give me a test, I pass. But if if I, I wasn't in class and you give a test, I don't know. I don't know what you said. Okay. But so long as I'm in class and I'm in front of that class, you know, and I write things down, I'm okay. Hmm. So I, I graduated from there. I was the top of the class, you know, and then um I went to uh different, I went to a city that where I spent so much time two two years in uh high school. I was working hard, you know, I don't know what for, I don't remember what for, but I was always working hard. So I passed that. And so the government of Cameroon at that time, they will give scholarship to the top of the class, okay, or the best students, the cream of the crop. So they, they, okay, they took care of us and sent us to Europe, to England. And that's why I did radio, film, intelligent production. And I was supposed to go back, you know, had a job, supposed to go back, but I didn't go back. Uh, because I came across the four dragons of East Asia, Taiwan, Singapore, South Korea, Hong Kong. That's why I ended up in Taiwan. So, oh. so Taiwan, I found myself, like I was in my 20s, I find it so intriguing. Okay, bustling everywhere. It doesn't matter whether you're Taipei or some small town. It was the same. Architecture was the same. Uh, hustle and bustle was the same. It's a small island, the size of the state of Ohio, yet. It was among the top 15 richest countries in the world. So I was intrigued by that. As I said, I went to technology. But every weekend, okay, I would mix with some friends, okay, in the church. So, you know, and we will, I will, I will serve there. And that is where I kind of felt like, oh my goodness, that's where my name is, it's, 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 uh, it's not a Cameroonian name. Lojoy is not Cameroonian, right? Okay. Uh, my my middle name, okay, my family name is Ekane, E-K-A-N-E, right? But when I was in Taiwan, I always found myself so joyful, okay? I, I didn't have the stress that, that something happened here in California. <laughs> there was absolute stress, <laughs> okay? So my thing was basically, if I, if, 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 I, if I saw that band playing in the church and, um, Let's say um, they, they were lacking one instrument. Let's say the bass guitar, right? Oh, I just go buy a bass guitar and, and I teach myself real quickly because I play the guitar as my main instrument. So I go buy that and say, how can I contribute? What can I do to make that place even more viable for people? Okay. So, and then I go to another place. Oh, they got everything, but they don't have a sax. Saxophone. Oh yeah, let me go buy a saxophone. <laughs> let me buy a saxophone. Teach myself. That's before all of this YouTube and all that stuff. You no, know, just go buy a book. You know, teach yourself. A few days, you can start playing. You know, stuff like that. So that's how the thing came about. That I found myself always joyful, and people thought, "Are you for real? Are you? <laughs> don't you ever feel sad?" I don't know. I just like, <laughs> you know, I even wrote a book called Black in Taiwan, right? So it's like, you know, how many people are Black in Taiwan? So walking down the streets, people are looking at you. Wow, okay. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to do this something positive. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, you definitely, you definitely stand out um, amongst the masses there. 
so because and the reason why you know I bring that question up is because there are a lot of people that we work with uh, at, at Raises.com who are you know they're 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 earlier than you are. They haven't even gotten their you know they're they haven't even done any deal even in, even in debt markets they haven't done anything. And in some people they've done this they've done this to the hundreds of millions and then they're looking to do more. Um, I guess just lump two questions in one as we wind down shortly. Um, what would you say, I guess, um, what advice would you have to other members of Raises.com who are working on raising capital? Um, and how has your experience been so far with Raises.com in general? Well, I think basically, yeah, I, you know, I, I've known you for some time now. And uh, it just recently that I started getting more serious about this. You know, so I like the fact that you're pretty responsive. You guys are, you know, very quick. If, if I write something to you, okay, you come back immediately. I think that sometimes it's, it's just my me. Okay, I'm like the roadblock sometimes because I, I you know, I'm so busy, you know, and, and I don't respond really quickly, you know, and that's what we're trying to avoid that by, you know, having capital and, 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 and basically, uh, uh, making sure that people, different people are doing different things, okay? So I've seen some videos, some testimonials, uh, and that's why we are even talking, because, you know, if I didn't feel like it was viable, if I didn't see that, you know, we have the results, I, I, I won't waste my time, right? And your time. So I think you, you've you been there, and then even doing this podcast, I think that's very valuable, because I knew the value of podcast. I know the value of because I, my, deg my degree again, for my first degree radio film and television production, my master's degree is in international relations and economics. Okay? Yeah. So, so I, I like communication. So if you see, I have a YouTube channel called uh, 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 The Money Market Show. I also do a lot of stuff in the community. Okay. Uh, for example, I have a, another channel called All About the Bay, which yeah. is basically all business people. Right, I interview small business people to help them, right? Okay, and so they can use my my interviews to, to promote themselves and stuff like that. So, and I do it without asking a penny, right? Because I think basically that's some of the things I really love to do is to help people, right? And I think down the road as we uh, raise the capital and, and and do better, I want to be a philanthropist. Okay, again. Um, I know where I come from, <laughs> you know, I want to be able, eventually, this is what my goal is, okay, like I said before, if we, if the, if Triangle becomes real successful, we want to invest in the youth of Africa by creating technology hubs, okay, uh, so that really now is a global village, people can now have access to high-speed internet, right, and they can learn computer programming, graphic design, video editing, social media marketing. They can learn those things over there, just like people are learning and posting their stuff on Fiverr, okay? Why can't they do the same? But if you try to do that now, they can't because they don't have high-speed internet. Yeah. I went to Cameroon 2021, and I was just in this hotel, and all these kids came, very anxious. It's a young population, okay? Very enthusiastic, very humble. They love to learn. They want to soak it all in. They want opportunity, right? But so I said, okay, fine. So we let's set up something over there. And then I would train them via Zoom. Man, I tried to do a Zoom call. It was so terrible. Every other minute is cut out. Every other minute is cut out. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is not like wow. that. That's crazy. You have Google. You have uh, uh, Tesla, you have all these companies. Why is somebody not investing in these people? It has to come from somebody like myself because I know their pain. Yeah. I'm not going to compassion, compassion International because they're only going to dig wells. Shoot. You know, okay, somebody else digging wells. I don't want to dig wells. I well, want I mean, to create something, you know. Yeah, uh, because digging a well is kind of like cutting, it's like having a tree and then you're cutting at the branches. You know, it's not, you're not getting to the root problems of like, you know, deep, like systematic, you know, corruption or, you know, something that would actually change a system. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. If you, if you had a company, let's say, okay, look at the value of Facebook. Okay. Let's say we had a company that's even just one tenth 
the value of Facebook. We can make a big difference, huge difference. Okay. Oh yeah. But everyone's investing in companies that are already very successful. Yeah. Where the infrastructure is already there. You know, who will go and change where change needs to be? China was not always where it is today. America, America and Taiwan invested in China. That's why it would be a shame if China were to invade Taiwan. Because I was there. I saw, I was, we were doing computers. Everything, Taiwan was a hub. Then before I left, they were transferring everything to China. They were the, the second wow. largest investor in China. And now, guess where China is? It's the second largest economy. See? It's technology transfer. It's investments like that. Africa is a young population. It's not an aging population. Most of the people are under the age of 30. And they're all trying to go to Europe to sweep, sweep the streets of Europe. Forget it. The weather in Africa is better. It's going to get cold in Europe. I, hey, I got to do everybody in Silicon Valley working it works in their shorts. They can work in their shorts in Africa as long as they have high speed internet. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, you know what though? Like, um, I get the, the vision and then you've communicated. So then one thing in, in terms of people who are raising capital, there's there's something when we're um, you know discussing offline like at different days and looking at other people. I guess one thing that we, we noticed is some people that are probably kind of confused in how to start because you're actually doing it. You're actually going out there. You know, you, you're creating this 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 vision, and you're actually you have the you have everything in place to potentially make suitable investors really really comfortable for the offering and then to have like a good, you know, system here that is something different. But some people are kind of scared to even take the first step. But like some people that I talk to, they say, hey, I don't know if I should do a syndication or a fund or or a company or whatever. And I think even discussing with you offline, like uh, there are some questions about what entity is the best. What will you recommend to people who are working on raising capital that don't know whether they should do a fund or whether they should do their own company or whether they should do uh, whatever, like, it's, what will we be your source of inspiration for them? I think it depends on what they're doing. Mm. Okay, remember one time when we were first met, where I was talking about, uh, you know, raising a fund, you know, for development, real estate mm. development, right? That was the first thing. But then, of course, we pivoted to this because at that time, I was like, okay, fine, gotta, 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 the, the property's all over the place, and I know there's a need here in the Bay Area. So at that time, I was like, okay, let's do that. But 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 I I I I pivoted to this to triangle because I honestly there is in terms of uh, manpower you really don't need to employ a lot of people right and the structure that I have is just being salesperson okay we are going to advertise and people are gonna call. Okay, the companies out there that set up appointments for you, you pay them $5,000 a month, for example, you will have a pipeline of people that raise their hands and say, I want to buy, I want to sell, I want to refinance. Okay, so in answer to your question, okay, there's what I call a triad of awesomeness, the triad of awesomeness. Yeah. What that means is that you got to, Find something that you love to do and become excellent at it. Okay, when you become excellent at what you love to do, the sky's the limit in terms of your freedom of time because of the money you can generate and the happiness, the fulfillment. So the fulfillment can come in the, the sense that, okay, it's what I do for other people. So for example, even what we're trying to do like triangle, we have to be very good at what we do, okay? And we gotta love it, because love the system. And then, wow, what's gonna happen? Because we're very good at what we do. Money, the satisfaction will come. So, basketball players, right? Let's say Stephen Curry. <laughs> yeah. The young man was like in his 30s, and he can retire when he's 35. Can you imagine that? 
He loves playing basketball. He loves playing basketball. He will, he will do whatever to play basketball. Does he do other things like golf? Yes. But he is not concentrating on golf. He's concentrating on what? Basketball. And he is so good at what he does. Okay? Like, I watched the fourth game they played against Boston. Okay? If they did not win that game, there's absolutely no way they would have won that series. There's no way they could have got the championship. So he did everything possible. He became a, he, a, he exhibited excellence, mesmerized his opponents, <laughs> tantalized his his his, his uh, teammates, you know, and and exhilarated his fans. Right, and right now they think. Stephen Curry is underpaid. People think he's underpaid. The guy gets $50 million a year just by, by playing basketball. I don't have to talk about endorsements and other things, but he gets $50 million a year and they think he's underpaid. That is, he, he has discovered his triad of awesomeness, right? Basketball. This is what I want to do with my life. Okay. I'm going to be the best at what I do. I'm not a good defense player, but I'm a good three-pointer. That's it. It is a critical game. Pass the ball to him, not to Draymond Green, not to El Guadala. You pass the ball to Stephen Curry, right? When it's critical, because he's going to score. He's going to do whatever. Magic, he does it. He also, you see him do that. Yeah, right. Try it of awesomeness. So my advice would be: they gotta find something that feels your calling. Somebody wrote a book, "Purpose Driven Life." Maybe they should read that book. Okay, "Purpose Driven Life." So you gotta find something that you feel is your calling. Now, this is not always been my calling. Like I'm talking about triangle. I'm talking about all passion. It, it, I didn't feel it like five years ago. I didn't feel like 10 years ago. I've been real estate for a long time. How come that is just born in me now? Be a triangle. Just because I got that uh, uh, insurance license. Now I feel like for the next three years, okay, the next three or so years, I got to make a difference. It's my calling now. It's something I have to be very good at. It's my child of awesomeness. I can change the world. What is your purpose? What's your purpose? It's not about money. If you become so good at basketball, the money will follow. Yeah. Love of the game. Yeah. Be good at the game. Excellent at what you're doing. And that's what we're trying to do here, right? How can I be so good? Okay. But we always need support. You got to need support. The strength of the wolf is in the pack. Yeah. Right? The wolf on its own, yeah, the wolf on its own is, not, is powerless. But you have two wolves together, they can kill an elephant, <laughs> can kill a lion. So that is what it is. We are like a lone wolf right now. And we want our investors who see the vision to partner up with us so they can move mountains, we can shake the world, can, and then everybody gets rewarded, okay? That's they the get financially, get rewarded in the heart as well. Exactly. And then just for the, the terms, for, you know, for all the investors that obviously are suitable for the investments, you know, there'll, be, there'll definitely be a place to discuss with Paul directly about the opportunity because the opportunity um, is pretty temporary. So I, I love this conversation. This was... This thing was like a splash of cold water on my face. So for all the potential investors or even capital raisers that uh, are, are, are with us right now and are listening, I guess, where would you, where would they be able to go to learn more about Triangle and, and actually take a part of it? Yeah, so we have a PowerPoint presentation. We're also putting together a website for that. So for now, the website is not up. We're working on it, but they can ask for that PowerPoint presentation. And obviously, I, it can, it can always speak to me on Zoom, right? So you know, call me uh, at 415-510-0127, 415-510-0127. Uh, 
I'll make sure that we talk on Zoom so they can see. I, I love Zoom or it can be Meet or whatever. But I, I just like love the video because that way we can show them, we're able to show them our pipeline in terms of mortgage stuff right now. We're going to be able to show them our balance sheet. We'll be able to tell them, okay, history of this company, you know, and, and what we're doing and what the potential is, right? It's right there, right? Beautiful. Yeah. And um, and then with that, um, any any last remarks? We'll also have like some links in the show notes, perhaps raises.com slash triangle, just anything we can do to get some traffic. Um, and, and as we go, any any final you know thoughts to the investor base, to the capital raisers, or to the potential uh, you know contractors that you're going to bring on to triangle? Yeah, I think basically, um, yeah, like I said, the opportunity is there. Whether people want to join as associates or they want to join as investors, right? And their money is not going to waste. The money will will move mountains money will make a difference you know in people's lives the lives of our associates because really i don't think there's any model like this okay we'll say okay fine we're gonna recruit only excellent we're not recruiting everybody just excellent and very good people those two categories and then we got to put people under those because everybody has opportunity to be a ceo this is not a pyramid this is a pyramid okay so when's the last time that the uh, CEO of any company came to the bottom, right? The real pyramid is where you have corporate America. You have the CEO, and then you have the CFO, the CTO, and all those people there, the CCs, okay? And then followed by the VPs, right? And then you got the directors. Then you got, okay, amidst the AVPs, and then the directors, and then the supervisors, and then the workers. And the guys here are the ones that are doing all the work, right? They're the ones that spend, they only have a 30 minute break. For example, if you, you work in a factory, 30 minute break. The Very guys good. at the top, oh, they might not come to work or something, right? Blah, blah, blah. You know, but when was the last time? that somebody at the top came to the person at the bottom and say, listen, man, you can be like me. You can be exactly like me, okay? It doesn't happen, okay? So now, so now's the time, now's the time to get into this, to this deal because I, I mean, I haven't seen, frankly, I mean, we've seen like, we've worked on $200 million and we've raised $200 million at raises.com. I've never seen this, neither of the investment bankers who work with, we haven't seen anything like this. So, um, uh, here, here. This, this one, this one is one for the uh, in the Silicon Valley. Obviously, this is something in Silicon Valley. But here, here for Triangle, everyone, and um, and it's been a pleasure, Paul. You know, jumping on this one. Good, thank you. Just send me the the link <laughs> of the video. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, and then I'll cut this part. I'll say, okay, everyone. Thank you so much for jumping on, and we look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. And then, so then right now I'll cut this. Uh, we'll get the editor to edit everything and cut everything and then we'll give you approval. And then after approval, then we'll get this out. I have to jump on another call, but but hey, this, this was fun. This was really good. Um, we'll get the next uh, support ticket with the, the, the thing, the, the next steps of finishing the documents. And then we'll introduce you to people to start selling the, the deal. So then that's the next step for us. So. Yes, good. All right, awesome. Hey, thank you. And this was fun, all right? Well, you sent me that link, right? So I need to click on that link to go to... The documents yes i will okay cool we'll and fill out documents i'll probably do that tonight yeah okay perfect okay i'm out uh, i'll talk soon all right okay, thank you